Welcome to another episode of Just Being Able's Podcast with my co-host Trevor. In this podcast, we are going to talk about Robin Kirkman's series, Invincible. That is by Amazon. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast with my co-host Trevor. Hey. Yo, what it is, Trevor? Yo, it, it is. What it is? <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is, it, huh? It is, it is what it is. That's what they say. <laughs> so, yo, in this episode, like, we're going to talk about this new series that's by Amazon, and it's called Invincible. We're going to do a season one review because we decided to do a review for the season. Because I think in the previous, we talked about it and said, might as well do the whole entire season. Yeah, we, season. we briefly talked about it after yeah. the first two or three episodes. Yeah. yeah. So we said, we're going to go ahead and do that. And um, this series is um, based off a comic book by Image Comics and Skybound. Yeah, Entertainment by Robin Kirkman. You know who he is. If you don't know, you've been living on the rock, you don't know who Robin Kirkman is. This is a guy who created The Walking Dead. The, the hit, and I don't watch it anymore, but it's the hit that he made. It, it's just gone on it's for too the, long. Really. Yeah, it's so, gotten kind of ridiculous. So he's the creator of The Walking Dead, and also he's a creative of um, Oblivion Song comic book. Also, talk about creator. He did a lot of things from Image, man. He has a lot, a lot of stuff out there, right? Mm -hmm. So um, right now, that is, I think, to me, is, is I think it's trending. The Invincible is trending for, as far as series for the past week or so. Yeah, it, I mean. yeah, it's, and it's a good series, man. Um, I would say this: it's going to be spoilers for the listeners out there. You have not seen this TV series, this animation series, so just you've been warned. So, and um, it's only it's eight episodes of season one. Mm -hmm. Now, they just recently announced that they're going to they are renewed for a season two and a season three. Right. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I was looking on my Instagram account, and I think it was Skybound, or it might have been the Invincible um, account. And um, what is his name? Steven Yu. Yu. Steve Ewing. Ewing. And he was talking to Robin Kirkman. He said, guess what? And, he, and I got something to tell you. And he said, what is it? I mean, what's going on? And Steve didn't want to know what's going on. And Robert said, you know what? We renewed for a second season. He said, no shit. <laughs> like, That's great. That's great. He said, yeah. And then he said, also a season three. Like, and he was excited, man. Like, wow. And it needed, because this series is very long, man. It ended in 150-some issues, maybe. I'm not for sure. I got to look it up. But it, it was a long run. And I know I collect the um, hard covers. This is in twelve volumes, so you know that oh, it's twelve. It's twelve. Yeah, I only see six on your shelf, right behind. Oh you no, there. no, I man, I got them right, some more right there. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's seven, eight, and twelve. Are you missing the? Oh, they on their way. Nine, ten, they're, and they're, they're, Yeah, they on their way. So, yeah, man. So it's twelve um, hard covers. You know, um, twelve volumes hard cover wise. Now trade paperback is different. Oh well, yeah. Oh man, I think it's twenty four. Way, way more than that. Yeah. Yeah. It's. it's yeah. It's. 24 yeah, I believe. usually the hard covers will have like either two or three volumes worth of yeah and so i think the trade paperback was only one through six maybe something like that that was six through 12 you know i, I i'd rather do hardcover i'm sorry i mean trades are all right but more bang for your buck you know 
yeah, it depends on what you're collecting. If it's if it's something that's only a couple, you know, volumes, sure. If it's if it's a lot more than that, yeah, you'll probably save more space on your shelf. Or yeah, maybe even money by getting the hardcovers. Yeah, and I'm not buying any single issues. Forget that. Oh, well, oh yeah, my god. Not for long running series. Oh no, no, no! If it's a mini series, of course. If it if it ends at twenty four, I'm good. At twenty five, I'm good. Yeah. But a long going series, and I'm 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 a major Spider Man fan. You know that. And I'll be damned if I am going to try to get every damn Spider Man book. I know my limits. Mm-hmm. You know, I got um I'm, I got I'm at the two hundreds. So I got some one hundreds, but be before the one hundreds and the, the double digit and the single digit, I'm not getting into that. I might always go buy the omnibus. Yeah, no, exactly. So you have all of them. But yeah, for me, when it comes to buying comic books, I'll buy I buy the single issues because I'm like a weekly buyer. Yeah. So, you know, um, I help keep the industry afloat. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so no, I, I buy the comics as they come out and I read them. And if I really enjoy them, I don't collect a lot of trade paperbacks, but right. I'll, I'll collect a few. So if I really enjoyed the series, then I'll pick up the trade paperback, like with the Hawkeyes or the Rocket Raccoons right. or, you know, the the Mockingbird series, those type of ones. Yeah, I, I, know I used to get the trades, man. But to me, I think just giving, getting the hardcover like I got back there behind me, as you see, I get a more enjoyment. I get everything in there. You know, it's everything. I get, but as you could tell, one of them omnibus is so huge, man, you can lift weights with it. <laughs> yeah. They're, 50 pounds. They're huge. <laughs> they're, you know, they're pretty pricey. Um and for me, it's like I'm not I'm not a comic book collector quite as much. So, um, yeah, I don't really collect as much. I don't have a lot of bookshelf space because I have too much anime taking up all that space. <laughs> don't you? Don't you believe it? <laughs> so anyway, um, to Invincible, I was very very happy that it was coming out. You know, I heard about it from friends and said, "Oh, it's a good series, right?" And when Amazon announced they was going to do it, and they said the animation, I said, good. I think it works better that way. But I heard that they might end up doing a live action one, too. But I think stay with the yeah, animation. I hope not. At this point, you've already done an animation one. Yeah. You may as well stick with just that. Right. Um, so when they announced it, did you know anything, did you know anything about Invincible? No, remember... <laughs> <laughs> remember when this when it was first announced that it was coming out i was like which one is that is that the is that the one where the superhero becomes evil or is it the one where it's the oh. the bad guy has to become good in order to defeat that guy like and that turned out to be Maybe, irredeemable and corruptible by mark wade and yeah. you're like this oh okay Invincible. they they all get confusing to me <laughs> the names are too similar yeah you're right <laughs> So yeah, so I was very excited to hear that me here was coming out. So it's season one, uh, episode one started. It's April, it's May now. It started in April, right? Or late May? No, late March. I said it March. Yeah. Late March. Uh, late March. So um, it's eight episodes, and if I would say this, I read the first hardcover, and I'm like, oh my, oh my god, this is good, but it's violent, and it, but it's not the boys type of violent. It is no, the, but it yeah, it's it's more like the um, it's it's definitely the Robert Kirkman type, type of violence, violence right. where it's where it's sudden twists or it's just you know just gruesome type you know sudden like yeah if you've watched The Walking oh, Dead yeah, you're yeah. kind of used to it you know some of the tearing the faces and right. whatever you know and yeah this one's definitely a lot of head squishing so brains and eyeballs are <laughs> popping everywhere and right you know ripping spines out and shit. 
So in in, in this right here, um, the story is this. Um, it is about a kid named uh, Mark Grayson, and his father is, is Nolan Grayson, and his father is one of the superheroes of Earth. It's Omni Man, right? And everybody adore him. And he also part. He's not part of the group. It's called a uh, Guardians Global Guardians of the, the Globe. Globe. And then he works with them. You know, he's not part of the group. So, so the story is this. His dad is waiting for Mark, I guess, to get his powers. And Mark is like a late bloomer. Right. Right? And I mean, and it's part of hoping Howard, he'll actually get, get the powers. Right. So he's a late bloomer. So Mark is 16 or 17, I believe. He's, I think he's a senior in high school. Yeah, he's a senior in high school. Then he'd probably be 17. 17. He's 17. So he's a senior in high school. And um, he... One day, you know, his dad said, "Don't worry about your powers." You know, and I think his dad was kind of hesitant when he's when he's when he said that his son his son said he wanted his power, but I think his dad didn't really want him to have the powers. But that comes into play later on in the series too. It does, and I guess in some ways it makes sense, but in but some ways it the, I don't know. It, I was a little confused about that, but yeah, but, uh, he, you could definitely tell that he was very reluctant um, or. Not extremely happy when Mark developed his powers. Even late, though, not early, because you know, because because of his lineage of what he is, some t- they uh, got their powers early on. Mm-hmm. And Mark, like I said, was a late bloomer when he got his powers. So his dad, you know, like you say, reluctantly didn't really want to have like he didn't want to have the powers. He didn't want his son. To yeah, get he him. kept giving like this shifty so kind of w- worried look or whatever yeah. every time they were like, you know, oh yeah, that's great. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so right. So yeah, you it's know. like that meme of the little Muppet guy who suddenly turns his eyes to the side. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And like I said, this series, man, once again, it was A list voice actors, man. No, no, oh, I, no yeah, doubt. The, the voice cast on this. Yeah, we did mention it on yeah, a previous um, uh, episode. But yeah, the voice cast is is incredible. It is, man. I mean, I can, we can name go all day name who's who's who, right? But you know, we recognize you got some of the Walking Dead alums in there, right? So a lot of them, other than you know the main character Mark by Steve Ewan, I think that's how you pronounce it, right? But yeah, he played um, Glenn on The Walking Dead. And he just was actually nominated for an Academy Award for Minari. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't um, know that. For uh, yeah, best uh, I think best actor. Um, See, I don't pay attention to the type of movies, man. Yeah, no, because that that movie was like you know, critically acclaimed, and you know the acting and everything. The the director, they all got, you know. I think nominations and stuff, but they oh. didn't. They didn't ultimately win. But, but the nomination, yeah. But I mean, that's just incredible for him. That's you know, I'm very excited for him. Well, okay, I didn't know that. Huh. You know, it's a nice step into like the larger movie world for him. Right. He pays his due. He paid his dues. Oh, man. for certain. Yeah. You know, he's he's a great actor. I mean, Glenn was, Glenn was, was one of the favorite. main. He was one of your favorites. Glenn. Too. Well, in the the Look. show, Glenn and um. Uh, Norman Reedus. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Daryl. Daryl Dixon. Right. Yeah, they were the they were my two favorites in the show. But yeah, in in the book, the comic book, yeah, um, Glenn was definitely my favorite character. So once yeah. issue one hundred hit, I lost oh. complete interest in that book and just dropped yeah. it and never looked back. Yeah, I stopped at one hundred and twenty. So I stopped reading it. I mean, I, well, look though, <laughs> I got the hardcore well, yeah, right there. I mean, I'm not gonna. I stopped stopped buying singles, man. I had to complete the set. You know how it is. Yeah. Collector. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no. So he, he's great. And then, of course, there was, um, uh, what's his what? name? 
JK, uh, yeah, JK Simmons. Oh yeah, as Omni Man, his, his father. father right. um, and then yeah, uh, oh, Sandra O. Oh Sandra O. Oh is his mom. mom. Yeah, yeah, from Grey's Anatomy fame. Um, yeah. And his. But yeah, and then there's then there's a lot ZZ Betts or Beats or however you pronounce it who played uh, uh, Domino Domino on in Deadpool two and also Atlanta and that's a good show right man. and she's from Atlanta yeah she um so she was uh, Amber his his uh, love interest love interest at um, first she was not the love interest not yeah not at first not at first but yeah then but then you yeah there's Jillian Jacobs who played Adam Eve um, Community. Yeah, from Community, and then yeah, most of the other Walking Dead ones showed up in like um, one, one, one mis- cameo yeah. roles. They played a lot of the initial Guardians of the Globe characters. Oh yeah, right. Which, so essentially, um, to get to that, uh, this is a good segue. Once Mark does develop his powers, um, then at, for some reason, at the tag, well, he develops his powers. He kind of figures out, you know, gives himself the name Invincible, which right. then. He, then later is like, was that a stupid name? But um, we'll we'll get right after I. F- well, I'll, I'll mention you it now. But yeah, go ahead. Whenever he says like, you know, he's got, introducing himself or something, he's like, I'm. It never says invincible. It just that's when it throws up the you know the, the title the title so screen. screen. But did you notice each episode? It was like the title came up invincible. And they may have done like Splat. a little splatter, Splat. right? mm-hmm. but as it went, as each episode went on, more and more oh, blood good. was like sprayed on top till the end. It's it was like almost completely <laughs> red. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I did notice that at yeah. the end. Like, oh damn, it's, it's it's pretty red. It's not yellow anymore. It's, it's, it's all red. Yeah. So he did get his power, you know, by he was working at the burger joint. And he was upset. He was putting the garbage in the dumpster. So he threw one of the bags. He went to toss <laughs> the bag in the dumpster, and it just took off in the sky. Yeah, just, dude, in the, in the book. It went all across the world, I believe. Well, here's the thing. It took me a while to connect this, but okay. So in episode one, at the very beginning, there's those two security guards talking, right? Uh-huh. And one of them is played by John Hamm. Yep. And he's talking about how he's going to take his adopted son or whatever, you know, to England, and they're going to you know spend two weeks vacation, father son time, you know, because he's really proud of the strides that his boy has made, and blah blah blah. So then, at near the beginning yeah, of episode, episode two. two you see him in England with the, the kid, like outside Buckingham Palace, you know, looking at the, the beef eaters, you know, the, the, the guard, Royal Guard and yeah. everything. And then all of a sudden, it's like burgers. Well, something comes down Donald. and you're like, oh, shit, this was like a major attack or something. But then after, you know, you thought like something happened, it was blood spraying everywhere. But then the kid is like, oh, I didn't know they had these burgers here in England. <laughs> So it's the bag. That, that was the bag, bag that, that he Mark threw from episode one. But he threw that like halfway through episode one. And now it, you know, we finally see where it landed. Because it was like in the so book. It took me a while to connect to the two of them. <laughs> but I knew I knew in the book it went like all yeah. across the world. So it went all the way to England. Uh, <laughs> hey, bloody, bloody, bloody. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so then, um, yeah, but the end of episode one. Well, so then his father is kind of trying to teach him to be Train him and stuff, yeah, yeah. to be a, a superhero and kind of show him the ropes and, you know, how to learn how to fly and at everything. At first he didn't want to because I, at first he said he was going to train him, but Mark was sneaking out outside the house trying to fly and do, you know, how to teenage, well, yeah, teenagers, to discover, you know, I have the chance to fly. I want to let loose and do this. And, you know, I don't want dad restricting me and, right. you know, putting the training wheels on. Type right. Thing. So, you know, when his first um, time out there in the world as a superhero, he didn't have uh, the suit yet. So he had to make up one. And he was so, he was green. Like you said, he got his powers and stuff. And he, I see somebody was robbing a bank. It wasn't robbing a bank. It was this guy with an long arm with a cannon. And he punched him and knocked him out. And then, see, he's new at this. 
And his father actually, I guess, watched him do it. And um, then they call they talk back and forth, talking about you need to train me and stuff like that. And he actually trained him. And I think later on in the episode, right? Because he talked to him about like you know too much collateral, collateral damage, damage and right. stuff, which at at this point wasn't really like people dying. It was right. like too many buildings getting broken and oh, stuff like God. that. Right. You know. However, yeah, I now question that. Uh, but in any case, so the segue with the Walking Dead character, uh, you know, um, actors was that. After all of that, it kind of goes to credits and then it um, or well, actually, that's when they, they throw up the, you know, I'm, I'm invincible, invincible, you know, right. like that's the title title screen. And then there's like this little tag at the end where basically Omni-Man calls all of the uh, guardians, the guardians of the globe. So, um, you know, the, these are like your your Batmans and your Wonder Woman, like, like parody type yeah, yeah. characters. Yeah. Um, Justice League. Right. So then he calls all of them and then just proceeds to destroy them dude it was brutal it, it was bloody damn bloody shit brutal, i mean he just like completely tore them apart literally yeah because everybody got this signal he said did y'all call us and even one of them right. called us and man. then omni man's like i called you but the thing is it was it's totally different from the book once again is that they never showed that in the pages of the book i believe they never did. they just said that they were all killed yeah you see him getting demolished just everything but they Showed in the animation, Omni Man did it right, mm-hmm. and man, and the way he did it, man, I'm like shit. The only person who gave him a hard time was the immortal, um, right? Yeah, and the way he put that woman next backwards, and I like, yeah, yeah, that's the, a, like, yeah, and it was similar in this. Yeah, the immortal gave him a yeah, the immortal gave him a hard time, and then he ended up like karate chopping his head right off. <laughs> yeah, he really did. He's immortal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he technically he is because yeah. they do bring the immortal back later. They, they just kind of have to stitch him back together and, you know, yeah. Frankenstein him back to life. The twin, <laughs> the clones, whatever. Right. The, yeah, the, the, the Molar twins, the brothers. Uh, yeah. What are, what are they? Uh, yeah, the, the Molar. I mean, Molar twins. Um, yeah, the Molar twins. Molar twins, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that episode one, out the gate. Right. But so basically, the, um, yeah, so that's who the, the Walking Dead cast tends to they're, they're the ones who they they voice a lot of those characters so they're just it's a one-off yeah after that first episode they're all gone yeah right <laughs> thank you for your um your um time cut thank you very check, much baby cut the check <laughs> for my boy anthony mackie you cut the check cut the check so yeah man so episode one was just it, it i think it shocked a lot of people for those who did not read the book, right? But for the just, of general audience, man, it shocked a lot of people. Like, what the hell? In the slow motion, when he like smashed, like, oh yeah, yeah, like he'll, yeah, he takes his hand, yeah, and just, like, yeah. squashes the head, yeah. Oh, like, oh god. But yeah, so it's you know, and so then it sets up this mystery for the rest of the season uh-huh. that you know he kind of looks like he's. A little bit out of it uh-huh. or you know so you're questioning is he brainwashed is he doing this willingly did something someone do something to him but either way you're kind of now going to spend the rest of the season going what's why? up with dad yeah, why? you know what's he going to do next is he going to do anything you know what was his reasoning so you're always looking at him with trepidation um right and so you're not really sure if you should like him or not but it also sets up this, you know, and they'll continue to do it a few more times, is that if he was able to take down the Guardians of the Globe single-handedly that easily, him? yeah, who's going to stop him? This guy is an unstoppable force. And let's come to him to play, uh, play the guy named Cecil. You know, he runs this the Pentagon that's special with the Guardians of the Globe. He runs that group and everything. Right. And, he, you know, he's the kind of guy who's like, 
he's very paranoid type of way, the Batman kind of thinking thing, you know, mm-hmm. paranoid, always had these contingencies and everything. Right. He that type of character. And he and all said all things in, said and done, he did not really trust Omni Man that much. Right. You know, and and Omni Man the same way too. And they both did not trust each other at all. Right. And so that comes in a big play in the last episode, you know. Right. So so Cecil is kind of trying to figure out. He's pretty sure that Omni Man was the one who killed the Guardians of the Globe. But he don't have the. But he's not positive, and yeah, he doesn't have proof, and he doesn't know. Um, and then meanwhile, there's a uh, the uh, the Hellboy type detective character, Demon um, Detective. Yeah, Demon Detective, um, played by. Clancy Brown, Clancy motherfucking Brown, Um, (laughs) and he he's on the case, and he kind of sniffs out that it's probably Omni Man right off the bat. So he's like, he's going directly to you know like to Omni Man's house and talking to his wife, you know, yeah, his wife and things like that. And so Cecil tries to get rid of him, get him out of the picture because he's kind of interfering. And you know, at first you think Cecil's trying to hide what Omni Man's doing, but yeah, it, it's it, not that. No. He knows that he did it because you need the proof, and and the detective is close. The demon detective is very close, and he sent them right back to hell. Yeah, I like damn. And 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 the thing is, he, what happened is he left that book. The detective did his little mm-hmm. notebook in the closet when he was snooping around in um, Omni Man's house. Right, and I went see. Man, that dude's creepy, man. He be having all those guys in the camouflage, the, the, Seth, the, the, the stealth, stealth suits. Stealth suits yeah. man. Like, okay. Oh, but that didn't work out in the later episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus. And, you know, and I get it. It's that saying of when you come to these superhero um, these comic books with that so much power. It's just like Superman go rogue. What the fuck are you going to do? Right. I mean. Yeah, and I mean, that's why there's been a, a bunch of stories written like, the what if Superman <laughs> landed in Russia? What yeah. if, you know, what if Superman went evil, which is, the, yeah, the, what is it, irredeemable br- or? Brightburn. Yeah, or, movie, or Brightburn, <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. It's it's something that's been, you know, been. In later years. Right, been know. written about because, yeah, it's. If if Superman wasn't such a good guy who you know you, you screw stood up for justice and honor and all that other stuff, I mean we'd all be fucked because there is no stopping him. Nope. Unless you got kryptonite. That's right. I mean, and then Batman always has. It's a not like those grow on trees. Like for some reason it seems to in the movies and comic books. Yeah, right. But, you know, oh, I just happen to have some in my pocket. And that's down the, Superman. And that's the thing in this Invincible. He does not have any weaknesses, as far as we Batman know. Oh, yeah. that's it. He does not seem and to have, have any weaknesses. weaknesses. But I think that's going to play later on in other seasons or whatever. But, you know, like Superman had kryptonite. You know, like Batman always had a damn kryptonite in a utility belt <laughs> on him. But, yeah, man, so he doesn't have any weaknesses, man. So, and Cecil knows that. And, you know, it's he's very afraid, but he will not nobody know it, but he's afraid. You know, that's why, that's why he do the things that he does. Right. So, as the series, um, series keep going on, we see Mark is having – Man, Mark is really getting his ass beat every time, man. Well, I mean, he's learning. And he, I, he's learning to be a superhero yeah. while also trying to juggle the, you know, high school. Yeah, the difficulties of high school and, and relationships, yeah. and you know, the, the Peter Parker Spider Man. Um, right. right. So he's and he's got to hide his secret identity, but, which yeah. But meanwhile, <laughs> he's like, um, you know, he's starting to attract the attention of you know uh, 
a particular girl that he li- that right, he was crushing, crushing on. on. Right. So they start dating, but then of course because he's got his superhero stuff he's going on all the time, he's always late. He's you know he always has to suddenly oh I have to go take off I have to go do something real quick that I forgot to do and then leaves her hanging for like an hour or something while he goes to do it and so it, yeah I mean she kind of starts to get tired of his bullshit because. Right. It doesn't seem like at first she knows who he, you know, that he is a superhero. And yeah, that's the thing, though. I mean, he was gone for like, well, a week or so or something was he went. Oh, he went to Mars. Well, yeah, he had to go to Mars, Mars. for a couple of days yeah, yeah. to protect the astronauts. Right. Right. They didn't go too well. No, that that did not go well. <laughs> at all. No, it did not. It's parasitic, tentacles looking aliens attached to your face and your body. That reminds me of Starro. A matter of fact, that's where they probably got it from. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> So he went to Mars for a week and so, and and I would say, man, the animation was not. I mean, the, was not bad. It was pretty good, man. Like I said, you watch a lot of anime, and mm-hmm. I, I do too. But this is like this was American based um, cartoon, right? Yeah, it looked yeah. more like you know an American style cartoon. cartoon but right. I mean, the animation was great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and dubbing was not bad either. I was saying the voice acting was not bad. Voice acting was great. Yeah, it's. I mean, it helps when a show is actually originally made to be in English. Yeah. So then, you know, and you get good voice casting, you know, it it usually works out better, at least in my opinion, than when you watch a Japanese animation where, you know, they have to then try and match the lip syncing to the, the Japanese style that that was, that was how it was animated was for them to be speaking in Japanese. So sometimes they have to talk a little bit faster or sometimes they have to talk a little slower. And sometimes the script is just really stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really. It really is, man. But yeah, but like I said, I like the animation. Uh, Like I said, they really got away with some of the stuff that was in the books for the better, you know, because his friend, uh, Mark's friend, Best friend William. is not gay in the book. Oh, is he not? In the book, he actually dated Adam Eve for a minute. Oh, did he? You know, after she broke up with, um, what's your guy name? <laughs> Rexplode. Lex, that sounds like a Rexplode. <laughs> Rexplode. Well, I mean, explode. Explode, Rexplode. Yeah. So, yeah, she was dating him. They, you know, they broke up and stuff. So, Invincible's um, friend dated her for a minute. And, you know, and that's when he, um, Mark, started dating What's her name? Amber. 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 But I believe book. Amber wasn't black, black in the no, book either. No, so. she was a um, yeah. white blonde. And so that, yeah, they, I mean, they just divide, diversified it. They did. Yeah, that's wrong that's with fine. That. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I don't mind that at all. But along with the story is 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 so is is close to the book. You right. know, the story wise, you know, characters you could change the character if they're whatever. But if the story is along with the book, I don't mind whatsoever. It's it had this because you got to change things to adapt to the TV to TV series. Well, of course. Yeah, so something like you say will not translate very well from a comic book to comic books. At first, some of the stories are wacky. Sometimes, you know, they don't make any sense. So, right. trying to translate that into a TV series, you just exactly do what you're doing in the damn comic book. It will not make any sense. Sometimes, right? I mean, there's certain things, but that's why animation works better than live action for mm-hmm. some, you know, some comic books is because, yeah, something that's so zany on the page, you're like. You can't do this live action, which is why a lot of the times the superheroes aren't wearing those brightly lit, you know, <laughs> spandex you know, uniforms is because it looks ridiculous yes, <laughs> in does. real life. Yeah, it does. So that would so I, I think that was pretty good, man. Like I said, uh, then when a series kept going along, we see Mark 
is having such a difficult time juggling, you know, being a superhero, his girlfriend, the relationship with his dad, and his dad want him to be more more focused on his um, job being a superhero at that at that time. Mm-hmm. But you know, and also his mom is worried about him. But now the mom ain't too worried about Mark because she's she's more suspicious of her husband, husband. than yeah the whole yeah the death of the Guardians of the Globe. Right. So that's that's all in season three, man. You know. Oh, hey. You know what's his name from Family Matters? Um, uh, Reginald Vell Johnson. The school is named after him. Yeah, and he's also and the he prince, plays the, the principal. principal. Yeah, he voices the principal. Yo, it's so, it's so funny because in the book he's the principal. Then later on, when Mark graduates high school, he's also the freaking dean at the college. <laughs> <laughs> it's always weird. It's like it's like playing by say by the bell rules. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> The teacher suddenly is now a professor at the university you or something. With me with life. You, I would say <laughs> like, with me with life, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be there when you marry. get married, too. Yeah. Like, he'll be the preacher or something. Right? So, <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, I really, really like this this series, man. So, uh, so we passed episode three. We're up to episode four now. Episode four dealt with... I don't remember the numbers, numbers. but there was the whole thing because, you know, Adam Eve, she's also uh, in high school. Yeah. Um, she's she's in his grade. So once they realize that they're both superheroes, they kind of form a bond right. um, so that they can kind of commiserate with each other over um, being a superhero. And she meets up with the team. Right. And so she is part of the teen... Not the Teen Titans, man. No, but it's like the the, the Teen Squad or whatever yeah. their name is. But yeah, they were kind of the, you know, one of one of the superhero teams. Um, and then once the Guardians of the Globe are destroyed, they kind of have to they replace make, them. Yeah, they have to make up a new Guardians of the Globe. Right. Um. So they, so a lot of the the teen. Well, they do a tryouts. So several of the teen play uh, guys and. Let's know, back a up a little ones. bit. Let's back up but, a little bit. Okay. Let's back up. I forgot the scene. Uh, I forgot what episode it was. This is when Mark met up with Adam. I mean, um, Eve. Adam, Adam Eve. That's her name, not Adam. Met up, and this the aliens come to the city. Right. And with the green-looking aliens, right? And they're kicking their asses, man. And they finally beat them. The reason why is because when the aliens came over to our our dimension, Time was different. Yeah, the the time time works differently in their realm yeah. than ours. So they come into our realm and suddenly they start getting old mm-hmm. really fast. So after the Invincible took the butt whooping, they just retreated. So episode scenes later, they return. Right, they return because they figured out a way to fix the the time right. problem. Right. But then they managed to like put a virus in it or something. I think robot does. Yeah, robot does. Um, so that destroys that device. So then they, yeah. So then it starts to do it. So then they have to retreat again. But that third time. But then they come a third, third time, time, and this time the, it's really a, yeah. The, it it's not looking good. Yeah. Um, but then Omni Man shows, shows up, <laughs> and this is another one of those things where I show where I said they show that this guy is an unstoppable force. Yes. Who the fuck is gonna go? So. He, he basically takes over the world. Yeah. Well, he goes into their world. He goes through their dimension and then literally just destroys their entire fucking world. They, yes, they race. I mean, just, yeah, <laughs> just like, you know, he was going for like second, a heartbeat. It was he was going like a minute or something. They were like it was even like, it was like to them. It was like a year or some years or something. But when he came back to the world, his world, the Earth, it was like second minutes or something. Like, yeah. He had a beard and everything. Yeah. Man. I know, he just really did destroy the entire world in that race. 
Yeah. He said, this don't belong. I think you. there's still some left because yeah. I think we saw some at the very end. Oh, we did. We did, we did. But yeah, but I mean, for the most part, he he made him have to start from square one. <laughs> I mean, he demolished everything and killed almost oh, everyone. This is my world. In other words, right. you stay off my world. You know, I, it wasn't because he would they, they were killing beating the crap out of Mark and the, the, this is my world. You just need to get the right, hell off yeah, of it. Exactly. Which we find out later, later. There's a reason for that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, now go back to what you were saying about her being um, uh, friends with Mark at the high school. I had to go back and I forgot about this. Right. Then. So then they, they kind of do these tryouts and become like Guardians of the Globe. But she may have broken up with Rexplode slightly before that because it turns <laughs> out he was cheating on her with Duplicate. So duplicate. he was having like threesomes and foursomes and whatever with <laughs> oh. her because she can, she can duplicate Fair. herself. Yeah. Um, but then uh, – so. Rexplode, okay. <laughs> Rexplode is like the douchebag of the team. He really is. You know, he's like that guy. You're like, why is she dating this guy? He's a loser. <laughs> um, so it's kind of one of those, like, when he first showed up, I was like, oh, man, I, I don't like this guy. But and then I listened to the voice, and I was like, oh, fuck, that's Jason Manzukis, who I love. So it's like, oh, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> but you know what, though? He gets, he, he, he does, better. He does get better. better. He has character growth yeah. as it goes along. So, yeah, he gets better. Yeah, so at first, you know, through... They they do the tryouts. He makes the he makes the team. Um, we learn we meet some other people. Right. Duplicate is on the team. Adam Eve is on the team. Robot right. is on the team. Now we got the new members. But Monster, then there's yeah Monster, Monster girl. girl. So she looks like this little teenage girl. But actually she's um, a teenage. She's a grown up. Yeah, I think she's either in her late twenties yeah. or thirties, but. Her thing is every time she transforms into the monster, she loses time. Right, so yeah, yeah, she gets younger and younger each time. Yeah. So I don't know that how sucks, long. That sucks, man. Yeah, I don't know how long that's gonna last. So. Well, it, it, it lasts long in that damn book, though. I know that much. Cause um, also there is oh Samson came back. Right, and then Samson, who was a member of the first of Guardians. the first Guardians of the Globe, he comes back, but he had lost his powers. powers right. So he's just this big black guy, and I guess at that point he really only had you know his strength and strategy yeah. and experience yeah, to go yeah. on. But and then there's one more character. She's like sh- Ant-Man. Sh- Shrinking Ray. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And that was it. That's the whole lineup they had. Right. Everybody. And they, they wanted Invincible to come, but he said, "Just call me when you need help." Right. Because he wanted to be no part of a group. His dad is the same way. You know, if you need any help, just let me know. So that happened, and they trying to rebuild. But Robot is another character that has right. motives so that people. Robot, didn't... who's voiced by Zachary Quinto, yeah. um, of uh, of Heroes, and you know Spock from Star Q. Trek. Fame. Was it Q in Heroes? What? What was the Heroes' name? His villain name? Was it Q? No, it wasn't Q. No, I, I forgot. I don't remember, but he was the creepy guy who, yeah, who was stealing everybody's power by. Quote unquote, eating their brains. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. Ooh. He wasn't really eating their brains because that was the thing. That's what we thought he was doing. And there was like an episode in season two or three and, um, where the cheerleader is like, Siler. Yeah, Siler, that's right. Yeah. Are you going to eat my brain? And he's like, Ew, why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of tamp down the speculation that the fans have. But yeah. um, no, so, um, so yeah, he he's a little bit strange. We're not really sure what he's doing, but. All of a sudden, the Mahler twins who had gotten caught Got by him. the original Guardians of the Globe yeah. before they had been the first you know, episode, murdered, yeah. they had put them in jail. So the Mahler twins are basically clones. <laughs> hey, funny. Right. They, they, yeah, they are. They are amusing. <laughs> so um, neither one of them knows which one's the clone. And that's right. kind of the point is that that way there's no 
Yeah, they're both equals is the idea. But yeah, they're constantly bickering with each other as to who is the the real one, who's the clone. Um, but yeah, they get sent to prison, but then they get busted out oh, of prison. Right. So someone is clearly helping them get out. Um, and then once they do get out, I think <laughs> one of them uses the other one as like a shield. Yeah, and that's really So it. he gets killed and then the other guy runs away and then he makes another the clone. clone. But we find out that it was Robot who helped them get out. Right. I and think so, Cecil helped them also. Oh, no, I'm getting confused with the book. Cecil knows that Robot did. They worked together. Uh, did he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not present at all, all in the, 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 the series. series. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, we're wondering what he, what Robot's doing. And he had also taken some blood from Rexplode. <laughs> yeah. And then he gives it to them um, and says, you know, I need you to use this. Um, and, then, you know, so we're not really sure what he's doing. And we're not really sure if he's got evil intentions or what's the deal but then but you know he does seem to be pretty um loyal to the team um and you know you do and monster girl and rexplode kind of they they fight each other at first i mean like pretty bloody she knocks out a couple of his teeth yeah (laughs) he's going back and breaks his nose (laughs) you don't grow him back i think they just gave him implants or whatever i don't know man this technology is different who knows that's true um but you know, then they kind of form a little, um, bond, a little yeah. bond, yeah. Um, so what we learn as it's going along is that they want something from him. They want this like, kind of like a slave collar, collar, collar technology yeah. thing, yeah, control collar. Mm-hmm. And he wants them to make a clone for him. You're right. So then, you know, we'll, we'll get to it. But Monster Girl almost dies in one episode, and Robot stays by her side the entire time. Oh man, time. that was brutal too, man. Yeah, that was like the first time we really yeah. see Invincible take a beating. Yes, we really did. It, uh, what was it? That beast? I forgot the man. I forget, but yeah, he's like this big cat-like dude with like this one of those sharp-edged maces. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's just like walloping everybody. There's a bunch of other guys in the room too, but right. um, but yeah, they're walloping and even like. Even with Invincible, he just whacks him around. He takes down Monster Girl pretty fast. What happened is Invincible wanted to help the guy out. He was a criminal, but he he had a heart. He thought, but you know, right. Well, the guy had yeah, the guy had a kid yeah. and he was in debt, so he was beholden to this criminal. Uh, you know, the guy, the head of this cr- criminal um, organization. What was his name? Mainframe? No, mainframe. He had a computer for a head. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. so basically, he was trying to so he. he the guy came, approached him and said, hey, I need you to, you know, help me out. And machine head. Machine head, yeah. So so he decides to help him out, even though Omni-Man kind of warns him about mm-hmm. not doing that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, then it turns out, yeah, the guy does, did turn turn out to be, uh, a, you know, self-serving and kind of offered Invincible up on a platter yes. when it suited him best. Um, yeah, so then Invincible's trying to stop this big cat-like guy, and he just gets clobbered repeatedly in the chest with that mace. And the thing is, his dad was watching all of it. Yeah, and didn't do no, anything. Dad didn't do a damn thing about it. Yeah, didn't lift a finger. Now, that, I was pissed. I'm like, God, dude, you could just wipe that guy, the floor yeah. with that guy down. Easily, there. yeah. So then that guy gets away, and then the other the other bad guys get away, too. So now that guy he was helping is the, the head king. of the, yeah, the, the criminal organization. organization. Right. So I was not happy with that part. Right. So, you know, and but that's a lesson learned. Is Battle that, beast. You know, yeah. So that's, that was the right. So that's the lesson learned is that yeah, don't always trust trust people. You know, yeah. you, you got to be careful with who you trust. Um, so then Mark does manage to survive that, but Monster Girl is like 
incapacitated for a long time. Yeah. Um, and they're not sure if she'll pull through. Robot does figure out because of uh, the aging. The well, curse. Be, because of yeah, because of her um, her physique and everything like that. There's a specific thing that she needs. Right. Um, so he's telling the doctors do this because if you do the thing you're normally going to do, you will kill her. Right. Um, and then he even goes and finds like this special rare um, Wolf, Wolf's material. Bang. Was it Wolf's Bang? Might be. I, I don't remember what it was. I'm terrible at remembering those little details and the names. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to let you look at the book. Because in the book, it's different. It's supernatural that she got cursed. And she and she was a um, an adult, right? Oh, this and is the story. Of this is a story. Her cursed. origins, yeah, her, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he did mention that in the animation, though. So your science will not help her. That's what he said. In other words, you know, you need this flower, this wolf's bang, whatever it is. And so that because in the book is they give origins of the characters, man. Mm-hmm. I let you check it out, but um, he really likes her. Robot. Robot, yeah. So he's very attentive to her. He even, you know, he goes and he finds the the Wolfsbane or whatever. Um, and you know, just kind of stays at her side the whole time. He even creates duplicates of himself to go do it so he can stay behind. Um and then also what's his, what was his name? The Which other one? guy. The original Samson. Yeah, Samson. He recovered quickly. So he recovers a little bit quicker and he even gets his powers back. That's right. Um but um so then what we find out from that, it kind of goes through a couple episodes, but we may as well touch on that. Yeah. It turns out what Robot is doing with the Mahler twins is he's having them. He's actually this deformed form, like yeah. body or whatever that's in a thing. because of disease. Right, because the air will actually is toxic to him. Mm-hmm. It'll actually kill him. So he's in this pod. But he basically gave them Rexplode's um, DNA. DNA. And then they created a teenage version of him and then did their transfer thing, which put his mind and all of his memories and everything like that in this new body. But what they do is because of the cloning process, both entities contain all of the memories, which is why Uh, they can't figure out which one's the clone and which Which one's the original. original, Right. You know, of course, in this case, it's obvious there's the clone oh. who's like the, the teenage body, and then there's the, the deformed original. Up the right. thing, yeah. But then, you know, he lets him, you know, he lets the deformed one die by breathing in the toxic air, and, you know, um, <laughs> because that was his plan all along. Yeah. And so the, now he is in this teenage version of Rexplode with the mind of Robot, of course. Right. And the Mola twins are funny. They tell me, was I, they got double crossed, so y'all going to prison. That what the twin, the, the young, the teenager said, you going right. to prison. So, and of course, he, he had them implant a thing so he can still control robots. robots and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. His name is Rudy. Yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah. And so it turns out he took on the Rexplode thing because of the bo- the bond formed between her and, her and Rexplode. Oh. So he figured she found him attractive. And because he really likes her, he wanted to be a teenager like she is so that they can both be the same and, you know, hopefully... And Rex explodes it. What the fuck? Yeah, he's like, what the? <laughs> he's so confused. He's like, what the fuck? Why is? Why are you a teenage version of me? <laughs> like, Their reaction was funny. There, like, what the fuck? <laughs> why? Why me? <laughs> why are you fucking me? <laughs> so yeah, that was hilarious, man. But you know, he had great intentions. You know, there was there was that heart. You know, he he that's what he wanted to do for Monster Girl. So we go jump ahead, and we robot. I mean, got his body now. He's he's a teenager, 
At this time, Invincible. I don't know what Invincible is doing. What is he well, doing? Invincible had a couple little things. He did the Mars thing. Yeah. He did, you know, he was having problems with Amber. Right. You know, trying to be a superhero and juggle it. He did the one thing with the criminal organization. Oh. And then he went to the the college retreat, trying to like salvage his relationship with Amber with with his best friend William, Williams. who is going, who had this guy who was at the college, who you know he had kind of hooked up with, with and yeah. yeah. So um, so that William was going to kind of stay with him and um. And it, it, Mark tagged along and brought Amber with him. And while that was going on, and, and people were being missing, and come to find out, the the people that was missing was getting transformed to like cyborgs. Yeah, one like? of the professors there was just Not this a, really creepy. Oh, yeah, he was a student. Oh yeah, yeah, he was a student. Was a That's student. right. Um, one of the students was just yeah, this creepy guy who had a lab in the sewers and was building, you know, turning guys in that he was abducting to cyborgs. into cyborgs, um, which. Turned out to be pretty damn powerful because even Invincible was having problems right, with him. Right, yeah. He, and then when he was doing the uh, surgery, he cut the vocal cords out when he won't say anything. Right. And the idea was to try and also, well, he didn't at first take away the control, like part of their memories or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, their, their emotions and stuff. So that caused a problem when one of them, you know, attacked the thing the campus and then eventually he killed himself once right. he kind of started coming to his senses a little bit. So he decided let's not do that. And of course he abducts, um, the uh, Mars William, friend. Williams friend, friend, Williams quote unquote friend. Yeah, right. Um, because they had gotten in an altercation in, you know, like a, an, argument an argument in the class earlier, but then he also, you kept seeing he was noticing his physique because he's, yeah, he's pretty buff. Yeah, he's an alpha male. Yeah, an alpha male. So, of course, he's like, well, this guy would make a perfect, you know. Specimen. Specimen for my uh, cyborgs. Yep. So, of course, he abducts him and turns him and, into a cyborg. And during the whole, whole situation, Amber and um, Mark is having issues and stuff like that. Right. Well, when the, when the first cyborg shows up, um, you know, he shows up in the middle of the square and starts attacking everything and... Um, and of course, Mark has to suddenly disappear, disappear. <laughs> and Invincible suddenly shows up. And so, of course, Amber is like, what the fuck? I'll you call, ran away? I called the cops. And yeah. I, and it's like, where'd you go? Um, and then William realizes that he's invincible because he protects William. And, you know, he looks at him. Yeah. And he's like, wait a minute, Mark. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so then, you know, so now it, it, you're thinking. So then Amber's like gets pissed at him because it turns yeah. out that, you know, she thinks he ran away. So she just says, that's it. I'm fucking done and goes off to some frat party by herself. And, you know, of course, uh, William's going to look for William. Yeah. William notices when he's on the phone phone. on like a FaceTime thing with with his friend that um, that he it suddenly goes weird, like he got abducted or something. And he's not answering his phone anymore. So he's worried about him and he goes out looking for him. And Mark is like, you know, uh, I don't know what I can do to help. I got to go after Amber. And so he says, call me if, you know, there's an issue. And so he goes off uh, to Amber. And then when he finds her at the frat, she's like talking with some guy who turns out to be gay, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, or has a girlfriend. Has I don't girl, remember what it is. Yeah. But, you know, of course, Mark sees it differently um, from a distance. But then he gets the call that he has to go. So he goes underground and finds the cyborg thing and, you know, fights against them. And um, they were going to turn William into a cyborg. cyborg right. Uh so then William's a little ticked at him. He does manage to to fix things, and hopefully the team can fix William. Um, but uh, yeah, so William kind of or William's friend kind of right. got yeah. 
turned into a cyborg. So that was kind of fucked up. So Williams a little ticked at him because had he gone with him initially, yeah, it might it not have happened. happened in the first place. Yeah. So he did everything. They, he it was giving Invincible a hard time the cyborgs and and um he got everything done. Cecil shows up and <laughs> once again. And oh yeah, uh, Invincible hit the guy in the jaw and broke his jaw. I like good thing he tore his whole face off. Oh, yeah, know? and uh, come to find out, that comes into play later on in the series, right? right. So well, yeah, they take they take over the tech uh, like Cecil they takes take the, the technology, technology with the cyborgs and stuff. And of course, you're not sure where Cecil stands at this point, right. so you're like, man, they're probably going to use those cyborgs for some insidious Same. scheme later, right? right? Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. That's one of the things that happened. And then Amber just decides, you know, we're through, yeah. we're done. And then Mark goes off because um, Williams not really helping him out because he's, he's just giving him a hard time. time. Yeah. Well, he's just kind of giving him the truth that he doesn't really want to hear. So he goes and finds Adam Eve, who had quit the Guardians of the Globe because she wants to go and just help, help the world. Yeah, you she, know, what's doing? Right. She can recreate things from an atomic level right. or, you know, fix things at an atomic level. So she's going around and like helping crops grow and, yeah. you know, things like that to kind of help the world mm -hmm. um, rather than just be a superhero fighting. Um, Cause she's kind of sick of it. And her, her dad's a complete asshole. Oh, he is. Um, yeah. So he, yeah, he, he wants her to go back to that nice boy Rex explode and stop being, a, you know, just be the superhero that you're supposed to be and be a good girl. And you know, no, no moving out. You got to live here. And yeah, he's just kind of one of those traditional asshole type fathers. Yeah. Um, who yeah doesn't listen to his daughter or pay attention to who she really is. He just wants her to be the perfect, you know, pinup of what it is that he expects from her. <laughs> yeah, he is a butthole, man. So she leaves the guard. So that's what she's doing. So then, so then, um, Mark goes and finds her so that they can kind of commiserate. Yeah. But at that point, things start going to shit, shit. with um, Omni-Man. Omni <laughs> so, yeah, so his his wife, you know, Mark's mom, finds out that he... he killed the Guardians. They killed the Guardians. She found the bloody suit that he... First of all, going back, he asked about the suit when he left the hospital the first time. He said, where's my suit? Go get my suit. Right, he was my very uniform. specific about that right. suit. So, and so he, she... And that suit was up hiding on some up above somewhere it was up on a ledge right. like above the window right. or the the sliding doors in the back or and whatever she found it and she was doing all the clues and everything and she put two and two together right and she took it to art who's the costume problem. maker and he looked at it and found which patch of blood was the oldest, oldest and it right. turns out it was the one on his fist right meaning he struck first yeah so he was shocked and they all they both were shocked so only man come to find out that she, he found out that she knew right and she had and then art knew too so he had a talk with art which is mark hamill by the way yeah mark hamill voices art the yeah. you know the suit maker yeah so he's talking to him and you know right then and there he could have killed art and you're actually not sure whether he did or didn't well he's yeah the he, he came he home, home with, with his, his suit, suit yeah. and the last thing you saw was the two of them drinking on the roof right and you know it kind of ended on this ominous you know you know who knows when you can die type you know right <laughs> It's true. And so, you know, they were having a conversation. Then he gets back home. She knew that he killed the guard. Right. So she confronts him and, you know, she wants a reason why. Yeah. And he's going on, you have to trust me. And she's like, how can I fucking trust you? Yeah. You just admitted that you killed them and, you know, that you weren't brainwashed. And then, you know, and that you lied to me for months about it. And so how can I trust you? That's broken. And that was, I think that was like the seventh episode. Right, yeah, that was, that's in the seventh, uh, yeah, beginning <laughs> that was of the seventh, seventh episode. episode. That's the beginning, right? 
So he's going off and the Omni Man is and stuff like that. In the meantime, across the street from their house, they're doing surveillance on the house, right? Right. Well, he she tells him he needs to leave the house, house. right? So he, he does. does. But yeah, then the um, yeah they are they had been surveilling him from across, across the, street the street this yeah. whole time, right? And so he knew so, um, Cecil knew that something was wrong, right? That's why he did that. He, like he said in the beginning, he, he never really fully trusts Omni Man. You know, that's that Lex Luthor Superman thing. You know, he's an alien, and Lex Luthor said, "I don't trust you. I'm the smartest man on the planet Earth." You know, stuff stuff like that, right? right? So that happened. And so I'll, then C- Cecil shows up and takes her to the headquarters. Uh-huh. Um, and they kind of are discussing, you know, where he's like, yeah, I, I I figured it was him. I needed the proof, blah, blah, blah. And he got it. And she's kind of ticked at him, too. He's like, I hate how you're like this. And he's like, I hate how I'm like, like this, too. too. Yeah, but, you, but know. It's, um, well, you got to do it. Right. Though. But this is, yeah. So then Omni-Man basically figures out that they know about him um, when he comes back. Because he finds all of the stealth guys in his <laughs> yeah. in his house. Yeah, the creaking, the creak, yeah, a little noise, right? Then all of a sudden, they they technology not help them whatsoever. No, he, that's because nothing he, nothing he, works against him. So he just yeah, he's tearing them apart. Hard, dude. Um, and then one of them gets out in the street, and as he's going, he reaches towards the house across, and that's when Omni Man's like, oh, that must be. Um, they must be surveilling me. What the fuck? He yeah. goes in there, finds Cecil's like oh, right hand man, man. Yeah. and then you know kills him. Well, and, he killed himself. Well, yeah, he's well, he he dug into his spine first. Remember? Right, right, yeah, right. Um, so he was pretty much holding his spine right. while he was still alive. But then the guy oh, set Donald, off Donald, yeah, Donald, Donald set right. off a bomb and blew up the whole house. Boy, that's weird though, but man. It, that didn't even like slow it's him not, down. No, whatsoever, because like. That was a total um, deviation from the book. Also, because Donald is a, is robotic. Oh, is he? He got a he's cybernetic, and you know, in the book, I'm like, oh man, they killed Donald because he, he lasts longer in the book. Right. That's like, yeah, they killed them all. But that did not stop Omni Man whatsoever. And at this time, Mark is still talking to um, Adam, Adam Eve, Eve. Yeah, about they're kind of off. So at this point, Omni Man goes to find Mark. Yes, because he's he's got a he needs to talk to Mark, and he's he's kind of been practicing that to explain why he killed the Guardians and blood. So we still don't know the reason, right. but you know he's practicing. He's got his speech that you know he's trying to build up the courage to explain to him why. So he goes off trying to find Mark, and. Um, and so at this point, Cecil's like throwing everything, everything. but the kid and including the kitchen sink at him <laughs> to try and slow him down and, and try and get Mark. So, but Mark's phone doesn't work because it it broke during that college trip, or he lost it in the sewers. So when Omni Man is trying to go to Mark, and he was going at Mark. This was going, yeah, like gone, Mach, Mark Mach three or Mach four speed. Yeah, he's going to get in there quickly too. So Cecil, self Cecil, self so yeah. He has a beam from the sky of satellite. Yeah, beam. a satellite beam. And Omni Man said, "No, like, no, you didn't know." Yeah. So you he didn't. shoots him, and you're like, "Okay." So he's like, "Okay, that yeah, should that, that should slow him down." Nope, didn't slow him down for a second. So then they're like, "Fire again!" And this time, Omni Man goes up into the sky and blows the satellite up. You know, about this time, going um the Muller twins go get a mortal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got the. Collar. So they had they had dug up the immortal oh, earlier, yeah. um, and that's what they were going to use the control, control collar on him for. And so, so yeah, they Frankenstein him back to life, uh, and then and he woke up. 
Yeah. He is pissed because he remembers his head being chopped off by (laughs) Omni-Man. He is pissed. He is so fucking pissed. (laughs) And then it turns out the control collar didn't work anyway. So, yeah, Robot had screwed them again. Right. So he managed to shake off the control collar and just takes off after Omni-Man. He's like, Omni-Man! Yo, so when that's going on, by this time, the laser didn't work. So he did another thing. He got, now we go back to the college with the cyborgs and the guy who created the cyborgs. Now he's using this guy right. for the same reason for soldiers, dead soldiers, right? Right. They use, yeah, ex soldiers as cyborgs. And so, they were giving Omni Man. So they were giving Omni, yeah. So they show up, they give Omni Man a hard time, but eventually he manages to get through them too, you right. know, like breaking skulls and shit. <laughs> breaking them out. Right. Like, damn. Intestines everywhere, man. Right. So then they bring out this huge yeah. ass fucking monster from earlier in the series, Jeez, I right. think. Yeah, but yeah, now right. it's been like they've upgraded it with some other shit. No and pain it's, receptor. Right. No pain yeah. whatsoever. So it's and it's pissed at Omni Man <laughs> yeah. for it take for him taking it out earlier. So yeah. now it's like, you know, on a rampage after him. Um and then and then that's about the time Mark and Adam, Adam Eve, Eve show up because yeah. they had left and uh, Mark's mom, Debbie, tried to call Adam Eve to be like, you know, get Mark out of there or whatever. Yeah. But at that point, late. he was already. Ooh. Oh, damn. Well, yeah. Mark didn't Mark didn't know that his dad was evil or that his dad had done all that. So he sees his dad fighting this monster. And he's like, I'll help you, dad. And the, so they start fighting the monster together. And Debbie's like. Adam Eve, get the fuck out of there. Right. So she leaves and goes back to the Guardians of the Globe headquarters where they all be, they've all been told to just stay put. Stay put. You know, we'll call you if we need you, but don't don't leave. Yeah, because Robot is there now. Because, yeah, at this point, there's nothing that's going to stop. Because Rex Blow is there going, what the hell is going on? Yeah, we need to go. Yeah, yeah, but that was when, yeah, he shows up with the, the kid, but, you know, the kid Rex Blow body, and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Which is, you know, classic Manzuka's going off. It's great. Yo, so um, uh, Mark shows up. Dad's getting his ass beat. He was really getting his ass beat by that monster. Right, the monster was definitely given a hard a time. time. So he was yeah. definitely buying them the time they needed. Unfortunately, Mark flew right into it. Yeah, thinking it happened his dad. So they have the bout with the monster back and forth and everything like that. And Dad's, I'm a Mark. I got to tell you something. This and that. Well, at this point, the immortal shows, shows up. up. Yeah, um, and he starts like beating the shit out of Omni Man, and they're like. Punching you each other. Them. Yeah. You killed them. You killed them. You know, and they start beating the shit. And at this point, Mark is kind of like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. You know, and then he's still trying to deal with the monster while the other two are fighting. Um, but then eventually they do. Man- um, he does. Man- Omni Man does manage to get the upper hand on, on, on the on immortal. Um, right through his damn chest. Well, yeah, well, yeah. He punch. just he punches right through his chest. Yeah, and so you're like, oh fucking me. And then the immortal is like, eh, and gouges <laughs> his fingers into into Omni Man's eyes. Yeah. And then at that point, he just use karate chops Again. the immortal <laughs> right in half. Again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but not the head this time. This time, like the entire, entire body part. in half. So then, then Mark, the immortal falls. I think Mark saw that. I but think. yeah, Mark saw that, and yeah. at this point, he's like. You know what the fuck, and I think the monster has been subdued. Yeah. Um, I don't remember how it did. Oh, with some um, wires from um, the, the the poles, the uh, cable wires, not the cable. You know the um, the poles. That's the um, a telephone poles. Oh right, electricity. You know he got the. Oh uh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, so so then he goes up to confront his dad and be like, "Yo, what's going on?" And then he started explaining. And then he's like, "Yeah, I need to tell you something." And that's where episode seven ends, and then episode eight starts with him explaining. Right why he did what he did so the the, the story of um omni man is that he is from a race of aliens of Veltrums, i believe 
yeah, the Viltrium or something Viltrium, like that. Yeah, Viltrium and um, they are like, how can I say this in terms? This is like the Saiyans, those Dragon Ball Z warriors, right? They all they know is violence, fight to survive the fittest. Right. Well, at and, first he kind of says, you know, early in the series, he's kind of telling Mark that, you know, yeah, we're, you know, we're from this. And so you are, you are part um, Viltruvian or whatever. Um, and as a result, what we do is we go to different planets and we, you know, um, we protect the planets and blah, blah, blah. Right, That's right. kind of his spiel that he gives him. But, um, but then now he's saying, well, what we actually are is we conquer. Right. We conquer other planets. So basically what we did, the, I destroyed all of the guardians of the globe because they were weak. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we can't put up with weakness on my planet. What we did was we fought each other. Until we we eliminated all the weeks, so they show like this thing of them all battle just like royale, yeah, man. battle royale, beating the shit out of each other and ripping each other apart and stuff. And then there's a whole stack of bodies. <laughs> yeah. So like, then yeah, they weeded out all the weak, um, and then we're able to like build this, you know, this empire. Yeah, this utopian empire in his words. Um, and then they decided to go out and conquer other planets, but they couldn't expand that far because right. Eventually, their resources started to be stretched thin. Yeah. So they would send like one person to these new planets that they had targeted um, to then take over the planet. So that's what he was there for. And so, yeah, it starts to get like deeper and deeper where he's like, yeah, so it's just, you know, people are weak. And, you know, he goes on about, you know, humans, humans are weak. And why do you philosophy of why you want to protect the humans? They are weak. We try to help you. We try to make a utopia out of this world. We try to help you. We try to help you by conquering you and et cetera like that. But which I find a little weird because if if Earth is so weak and the care and the people are so weak, why do you fucking need those people? Yeah. They'll just weed them out and destroy all of humanity in the first place. He, he, so, said, uh, you, he said you will live, be lived a thousand, be a thousand years old, something like that. Right. So essentially what the way their the way their DNA works is that, you know, they grow up at a regular pace. But then once they get yeah, to, to yeah, their 20s or so. Then it takes then they age really slowly. So right. he'll live for thousands of years. And he's like, you know, um, so why are you getting attached to these humans? Because you wanna, you're you going to outlive them all. Yeah. yeah, they're not You know, they'll just be a speck in your life. And, you know, that's the Highlander. thing, right, right. And that's right. So it it's very, you know, uh, what's the word? What's the word, Trevor? It's like eugenics or, you know, nationalism type thing where, you know, a superiority where it's like, you know, everybody else is fleas compared to us because we'll live forever and we're strong and we're powerful and we're better than everybody is essentially what he's saying. It's um, so it's a. So he's trying to be like, you know, so, hey, Mark, you know, you're with me. You're one of me. Who cares about these other people? And, and Mark's Mark like, no, what about everybody? You know, what about my friends? What about mom? Don't you love mom? He said right, he basically he says, says that, no. you know, yes, I do love her, but she's kind of like a, a pet, pet to me. And, and you're like, oh, <laughs> shit, that's fucked up. And she was hearing all this she's, conversation. She's hearing everything. Yes. Right. So. So, yeah. So she, this what so this what happened. So when all that conversation going on and on. He is beating the living crap out of Invincible. Right. Well, well, but the thing, the thing we need to touch on, um, and I think the important thing is, is that I think, I think his, his hubris, Omni-Man's hubris is like so great 
you know, his, <laughs> yeah. his feeling of superiority is so great that he's not seeing things from Mark's perspective. Yeah. He's like, you're one of me, you know, you're yeah, a Vitruvian as well. Yeah. So, you know, humanity doesn't matter. Why are you, why are you getting attached to them? Why are you trying to defend or protect so them? He is stuck on the old ways. In other words, of but, doing things. but as Mark mentions, this is all Mark's known. Mark yeah. doesn't know Viltrium or any shit like that. He's never fucking been he, there. He don't know their doctrine. That's yeah, the thing. He doesn't know any of their stuff. He doesn't, you know, the only one he knows is his dad. Yeah. yeah. So this is his world. And so that's kind of what he's standing up for is that, you know, his dad is like, well, yeah, let's just destroy it all because we're going to conquer it. And Mark's like, no, you're going to conquer <laughs> my world, my people, my, you know, my mom, right. my friends, the people I grew up with, with, the people I love, you know, the people I've been fighting for this whole time. What the fuck? So that's why they're at odds. But it kind of feels like Omni-Man doesn't even register that as a why are you thinking like that? Yeah. You've been on this earth that long and you don't recognize that your son is the only thing that he knows. Right. And, you know, he was a you raised him. And stuff that this, you know, he built a life with you and the mom, and and you're right, man. He only see one one thing, is that's to conquer the earth. Right. You know, this is what I'm here for, and you're gonna join me. In other words, I'm gonna beat it out of you. Right. So he's and, yeah, he's as you said, he's completely indoctrinated in yeah. this type of lifestyle and can't see anybody else else's perspective. No. No, that's that's headstrong, there, man. That was right. that's very so. Then of course they start fighting, oh. and you know he just keeps beating on Invincible, like you know, come on, have you come to your Invincible, senses yet? Yeah. Are you done with this? You know, because he's obviously going a little bit easy on him. He doesn't want to kill him, but but then you know eventually he just wallops the shit out of him. He goes, he wallops so hard, right? He goes flying into Chicago, Chicago, goes right through a building, all the way down like the street, takes out some people as he's going because he's. I mean, the velocity is just so fast from right. the punch that. And then what's so fu- so messed up, man, is that the building that he went through was falling. Right. So and he, you see this daughter and mom in the building. He's right. So he goes them. up. He's trying to hold, hold on to the building, and they're in the window there, and like the mom falls out. So he grabs the mom's hand, and he's trying to hold it up, but then it falls down, and then what's left? Right. And so then he's still holding on to the mom's oh. hand, and then you realize, oh, there's it's just the arm. There's no body attached anymore. And yo, and his we dad, don't know what happened to the daughter, nothing. but. Obviously, people who were down below just got squashed. And the collateral damage was major. Yeah, it was ridiculous. The loss of life was major, right. man. And then the dad comes through and he's like, you know, I don't care. You know, these, they mean nothing they're to weak. us. You know, they're you're weak, weak that you can see this. And then they get, they go down into the subway system. And then this is the, the really blizzard. fucked up one. So he grabs Mark so, by the back yeah, of the head. He grabs bitch. Mark by the back of the head and, and just holds him up to an oncoming train. And just the whole train just goes right, right through them. them. And everybody in the train, as they hit him, just splattered, splattered, splattering like body parts and, and everywhere. And Mark is seeing it. Every, like, well, and all the blood is just like, yeah, all over him because it's like right in his face. I'm like, whoa. So, yeah, he's using Mark to kill yeah. all of these people on this train. And Dude, yeah. I'm like, this is crazy because, I, like I said, I read in the book. I said, I don't remember this. Right. I'm like, so it's it's really fucked up. And he's like, these these people don't matter. It doesn't matter to us. We're You know, and. Of course, Mark doesn't see it. So now Mark is completely horrified and traumatized. Nice, and, yeah. shit. and, you know, so he's fighting back. But, yeah, obviously the point of all of this is that they're trying to show that Omni-Man is, I mean, one, he's unstoppable. Yes. And two, 
He's a terrible yeah. fucking person. Yeah, he's a horrible person. Yeah, because he doesn't give a shit about these lives. They no. mean nothing to him. So all this time you thought he was a protector of this planet? He was just setting you up? No, he was just doing what, what he, he needed to do, do for yeah. conquest. He didn't give a shit about anybody's lives. To him, they meant nothing to him. Um, so then, you know, they continue to fight, and then they end up uh, in the mountains. mountains. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude. Causing an avalanche, what? which then kills more people. And, you know, um, yeah, he just keeps crushing him into the mountain. And then he just beats him bloody. Man. And then at that point, he, I think Mark says something or whatever, but then something triggers a memory of when Mark was you know what happened? at a when baseball game. He was pounding game. on him, pounding, right. pounding. He's just a missing tooth. And when he was a little kid, Mar was playing, uh, I guess, little league baseball. Yeah, and he he had, had yeah one of his front, front teeth, teeth had been had fallen out. Um, and he he went back and at that moment, that flashback, his wife told him, "Come right, on." He's just kind of standing on the side, just watching, like disinterested. Yeah, and she's like, "Come watch in the bleachers where you can see everything." And he's like, "What does it matter?" You know, and so she's like, "You know this," and then they see. You know, he, he he's, does two strikes, but then he gets, like, you know, Mark is at bat, and he gets, like, a, a nice hit. And, and he sees the determination on his right. son and how he's and enjoying it. Yeah, and, the enjoyment. And she's like, this is what we made. Yeah. We made that boy. We You know, this is this is the joy. This is the the happiness, you know, of being human and, being you Being know, a parent. <laughs> right, being a parent. So that kind of touches him a little bit. So he kind of remembers a little bit of that humanity that he had enjoyed for the 20 years he had been here. And so at that point he leaves Mark and just flies off, off, just disappears. And Mark is just bloody yeah. as hell. So of course he gets rushed to the you know Cecil's <laughs> emergency room, et cetera, so yeah, they can take care man. of him. Man, I like, dude, this is. But that scene with the subway, dude, I'm like, this is ridiculous. This that was just, that was just really that, fucked up. That was messed up. Really. Yeah. That was bad, man. That was bad. Like I said, I did not remember this in the damn book. It's just what we expect. Seth Rogen. And Evan, Evan Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. They also did The Boys. And, and Preacher. Everything. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, this kind of, you know, um, uh, <laughs> Shit, man. gratuitous violence. And it's, it's, up, their it's up their alley. It's up yeah. their alley. But, I mean, it, anyway, it's violent anyway, but this right here was like right. over this the was, top. Yeah. These last two episodes were just like, holy mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, and then Mark kind of recovers after a couple of weeks. Can now then, the world know that Omni-Man is the enemy of the world now because they heard of the conversation. Right. They saw it on TV and stuff like that. So Right. But of course, his identity was secret. So now they have to just pretend that their dad suddenly died. There's really? a grave for him and everything. Right. And, um, and he was an author also. He said, whatever money you guys from his book sales and stuff like that. And you, that's taken care right. of. So you guys are going to be, you know, set for life. You're good. Yeah. And the thing is, man, all that was said and done, you know, he was in the hospital for a week, right? Like two, two weeks, two I think weeks it was. So he gets back. So his friends were worried about yeah. him, you know, because, um, yeah, they they couldn't they didn't really hear anything because he's in a top secret facility. Right. So they get back to his house, um, Williams and Adam. William and Adam Eve. Eve. And then, well, Amber shows up. Um, well, they sh- they show up while he's I'm still out, out, but yeah. then when he gets back, oh, Amber shows up. First. Amber shows up first, and then kind of is like, you know, I already, you know, I, I always I knew. Know. Oh, well, he did explain earlier yeah. before the whole thing yeah. to her that you know, all right, I am invincible, and she's like, yeah, I kind of yeah. figured that out, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that doesn't matter. You're still a shitty boyfriend, you know. So, um, but then I guess she kind of. After seeing, After seeing him, all that, yeah, yeah. yeah, she kind of came back and was like, you know, yeah, if you want to still date type thing. And he's like, yeah, yeah. okay. 
And then Adam, Eve, and William show up, and they're relieved to see that he's okay. Like, you know he's not in. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> William is terrible at keeping a secret because so, he keeps he keeps revealing it. Like, oh, I didn't mean to say that. Yeah, but luckily they all knew yeah, already. Yeah, it's like that in the book too. So, you know, so we get you know he had to come to terms that his dad is what he is, and I, I, he still loves his dad. I think he still does, but all the shit he. I mean, a part of him, he's conflicted. I mean, how confused? How how could you not be? Yeah, I mean, all your life you looked up. You looked up to him as this hero who you wanted to grow up to be just like, and then you realize he's not who you thought he was. He's the villain, right? (laughs) So all those things that he was teaching you and all that stuff that you were grooming you for to take it over, right? That you were then trying to become, thinking you were doing the right thing. Yeah, so there's a lot, you know. A lot to question about that. Yeah. So that they he had to um, question that his mom, you know, questioned it too. She went to art the um, costume maker and stuff like that. And then we see later on in the episode and later on in scenes, seeing like everything's up for upcoming seasons. The way things were planned. Well, yeah, out. the kind of things that go on. So yeah, the tentacle monster was raising hell yeah, on Mars, Mars. Still, yeah. you know, we saw a little bit of those aliens in that time. Uh, yeah, you know, dilated and planet. You see the, and the, the, the guy who was a crime boss now. He they show him. Right, they showed him a little bit of him, yeah. and you know, oh, we saw the, the guardians of the globe fighting and a little bit of them. I forgot you know, about the guy with the earthquake powers. I forgot about him. Uh, he had the earthquake powers, man. Uh, didn't even show him in the animation, did they? I don't remember that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. He was. He had like um, seismic powers. Uh-huh. And oh, I guess that was in the book then. Yeah, huh. I don't remember seeing him. So that was in the book. So that's actually in the book. You know, he has like powers, like earthquakes and stars, doing stuff like that. So they show that guy. Right. So they and then they also him. show that they put the mortal back together. They put him back together. So the immortal will pop up again. Yeah. Um, so I knew he was going to come. So yeah, it was kind of just a quick thing of, you know, Hey, people are trying to get back to some sort of normal here. Um, so we have, and so it's kind of a setup for seasons two and three, as we've explained, they've renewed for. So, right. yeah. So, yeah. uh, I thought, I, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. You know, it was very intriguing. It, you know, kept you, I'm kind of glad I, I skipped a week and didn't You're watch, right, <laughs> didn't watch episode seven until the day that episode eight, came out and not intentionally it's just i didn't it get around happened. to watching it because yeah. otherwise i would at the end of episode seven i would have been like what's his reason i'm the same I'm <laughs> too man i mean i waited till the episode eight came out yeah so luckily i could yeah watch them back to back yeah I, like i said i really enjoyed it i, I know I'm, I'm reading the books and stuff like that it's they deviated from some things but i know the reason why some they, they did it for but i mean i really enjoyed it i can't wait for season two and if i do a rating for it from a one through ten, I give it a nine. Oh, no, no, I'll take the back. Let me go back. So I give it a nine point five so far. Nine and a half. You know. I haven't got to a ten yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it I'll give it a nine because I really did enjoy it. Some of the some of the the violence was a little too gratuitous. Even the cursing, man, wasn't yeah, that was Rex Blow did all the cursing. Well, yeah. I, Cursing doesn't usually bother me. But I mean, he that um, F bomb was dropped so many times. I know that didn't bother me either. But yeah. I like, damn, he's the only one that did all. I believe he's the only one that did all the cursing on it. It was some cursing, but he like with him. No, they all curse, but he did. He, he, he did, did a, a lot, lot more. Yeah, you know. So, but the violence of it though, man, it's just a, a seven and eight. But yeah, eight. the violence was a little, and it did sort of come together at the end, like everything. But it kind of felt as you were watching it, like how does this tie into the rest? It kind of felt like, you know, a problem of the week. Yeah. And so while watching it, it was kind of like, eh, can we 
move on to something else. Like the Mars episode, I was like, yeah. I get what you're doing, but, but then, yeah, but and it, but it didn't specifically come into play this season, so it kind of felt a little extraneous. Right. And I know it won't be, but you know, it just kind of knocked down a little bit of my enjoyment. So that's why I'll give it a nine. Right. But that, you know, that's still a high rating. Yeah, it is my high rating, man. So, but I mean, yeah, I thought it was superbly animated. You know, the story was really good. I liked the characters. The cast was fantastic. Yeah, so. I have no disagreement on that one. Right. So, yeah. you know, very solid production all the way through. I really enjoyed it. I'm so, looking forward to seasons two and three. I am too. So, guys, if you enjoy superheroes, you like the complication of relationships and bloody, if you like the grotesque, <laughs> the <laughs> the Woo! yeah, but, you know, it's a story behind it. But uh, guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, Trevor with um, social media accounts. Uh, at Toshiro No Ronin on Twitter. And also you can check me out at JustBeingAmers.com on all my social media sites on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Peace. Just be in the